Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is February 25th, 2020. It's my doggy's birthday today, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, everyone. What's up? This is Kat, and as always, I am joined by my bro and sound producer, Mick G. MTV's The Real World, Beloit, Wisconsin. I don't think I got any of those references. I heard MTV in there. I don't think half our audience probably even knows what MTV is anymore. But anyway, so Wisconsin? I don't know. I heard you were talking about Wisconsin, so I, I decided gonna... to say that. That was some weird little prank we had against Wisconsin in middle school. We did a project called The Real World Beloit, Wisconsin. You... <laughs> In middle school, you yeah. like punked Wisconsin, the whole state. Yeah, it of Wisconsin. was. Uh, I don't like a, it. Was me, Alex Sonic, Caroline Stern, and like Kelly and all those people, and uh, we. It was in gifted class, and oh, for some reason class. we had to create a project, so we made a reality show with a bunch of crazy people. I was Genghis Khan. Genghis. Okay, so yeah. like in the- Wisconsin. It was so modern day. Mo- yeah. So the fact that it was in Wisconsin was just kind of like arbitrary. We were looking for a place that sounded not great. And <laughs> we just opened a map and picked that. So, yeah. Mm. All right. I mean, I probably would have gone with Montana or maybe North Dakota since North Dakota doesn't exist. I think I probably would have gone with North Dakota. At the time, I thought Wisconsin was in the South. So that tells you, <laughs> um, like, my knowledge of <laughs> anything at that time. <laughs> Gifted class at Robinson Middle School. <laughs> we had an IEP for that crap. Anyway, <laughs> what did we do? Oh, she let me ignore my uh, Model UN project so long that I ended up having to copy someone else's paper from a few years before. So I know a little bit about Egypt. <laughs> All I remember from Model UN was that I wanted to model our group off of, rap- of G-Unit. The rap group. We, I wanted to go in there like we were a bunch of gangsters. <laughs> like, gee, it was and a like, Yeah, and just start, like, uh, strong-arming people. <laughs> like, Yo, we're going to have peace in the Middle East. <laughs> and as... <laughs> I, I don't even remember actually going, so... Um, oh, yeah, I hardly remember going at all. I don't... I definitely didn't present a paper, and I definitely did not, like, raise my hand to give Egypt's position, because... I don't know Egypt's position. I had Lithuania, and I thought it was in Africa at the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought dogs laid eggs, and, and I, I learned, learned something, something today. today. <laughs> That's a Family Guy joke. Why did we watch that show? Anyway, um, yeah, so today is Ike's birthday, and Ike is the queer all year puppy. He, you might have heard him in the beginning, probably not. He was barking his mind off because we have Chinese food upstairs um and he's a golden doodle and he's very cute and floofy and he um was supposed to be my anxiety service dog when I was working at a place that gave me such an anxiety disorder that I still suffer from an eating disorder from it two years later um but anyway he is more of an emotional support animal right now because like if he can tell that something's not happy with you or you have a headache or something he'll just like headbutt you and like dig his face into your arm and cuddle and stuff so he's cuddly i wanted him to be my um a quality house dog uh because i thought it'd be really cute then i realized 
So, um, so yeah, don't let your grandmas name your dogs unless you do some research on the person or place they're uh, referencing because uh, we definitely she definitely went over Dixie because Dixie is a um, a family name. We had a dog named Dixie. We have an aunt named Dixie. Cousin, um, you know we're related to the entirety of South Kansas, so I'm not entirely sure how we're related, but I think she's a cousin. Third, second, she's a cousin. So we have a yeah. So we have a long line of naming people Dixie, and I was like, I work at a quality house currently. I'm not naming a dog Dixie. Um, and then we came to what was she, what did she say that uh, Wichita used to be called, like hoo ha, or something. Or Duda? Duda. She wanted to name him Duda? She wanted to name him Duda, like Kansas stuff. And I was like, okay, well, um, when I went to get him, his name was uh, Baby Boy I. So I would like it to start with an I. So then she got Ike from President Eisenhower because he has some connection to Kansas. Uh, he's out in LeCompton. I just know there's like a Eisenhower Drive down in LeCompton and a museum, and I want to go there. But I feel like he lived here. Yeah. He's born here or something. Something like that. So President Dwight D. Eisenhower, I believe McGee might talk about him. Yeah. Well, a little bit. A little. And um about yeah. his uh, Japan stuff. Oh. Okay. Well then I'm gonna talk about his queer stuff. So <laughs> completely out of like it's not his day at all, but it's Ike's birthday. So um yeah, Eisenhower did this thing where he signed an executive order where all the queer people in federal government had to be fired, basically. So he was not a great person. And um, again, I say this was when I was uh, working at a quality house and expecting to bring my dog there. And I'm like, oh, no. So we had to come up with like an ironic reason that I let my grandma name my dog Ike. And I worked in this field and I still apparently work in this field if you call a podcast working. And... um so that was a fun thing to find out. And I'm now, I've, okay, so my advice to everyone is uh, if you are letting anyone name your dog uh, or any animal or your child, especially, I assume, um, Google first. Google a lot. Don't just find like the fluff pieces on Wikipedia that hides everything real. Uh, yeah, so my doggy Ike is turning either three or four. McGee says four. I say three. Uh, I could be just a biased mother because he's my pup or pup. Every single year I've gotten his age wrong. So mm. let's just keep that in mind. I mean, yeah. I get everyone's age wrong. How old? I think he's three. I think he's three. He's not allowed to be older than three. Um. Anyway, so we've talked about my dog. My dog is the best dog. Um. Fight me. Show me dogs. On, show me pictures of your dogs on Facebook right now. Tweet at us, uh, queer all your pod, and everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Show me your dog on Facebook. The queer all year podcast fam. That's where you need to send us pictures. I mean, everywhere that Caitlin said as well. But Cat. that. Yeah, as I was saying that, it was like, oh, it's too late to go back. Yeah, that's fine. Um, she was born Caitlin, and now she's a feline, okay, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. If you listen to the kids I work with, yeah. I have a girl. I shouldn't talk about this stuff, but I have a girl who just clings on to me and goes, meow, meow. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Meow. 
Okay. Um, you want to go have snack? Kitty. Okay. Um, well, we're not doing Monsters Inc. right now. Anyone go have snack? Meow. So, um, that's about 15 minutes of my day every day. Anyway, <laughs> I've talked about this dog for too long and then I rambled on to where I work, um, which shouldn't be in a podcast probably, but it is. What was I talking about? I don't really care. So, um, we are having two stories today that are kind of completely the opposite and I find it fun. Um, we were talking about Wisconsin anti-discrimination and then we were talking about Canada pro-discrimination. So that should be fun. On to the stories. Our stories are not about West Philadelphia being born and raised. Today's story is 1982 in Wisconsin. Uh, Governor Lee S. Dreyfus signed a bill banning discrimination based on sexual orientation in all areas of employment, housing, education, credit, and public accommodations. And this made uh, Wisconsin the very first state to include sexual orientation in their anti-discrimination laws. Um, this quote that I have from Dreyfus, I really like it. It uh, lines up with what I think it's supposed to line up with. So he says, quote, it is a fundamental tenet of the Republican Party that government ought not intrude in the pu- private lives of individuals where no state purpose is served and there is nothing more that more private or intimate than who you live with and who you love. And that, my friends, is a Republican. Boom. So, um, up to... Um, I didn't write what year, but it took quite a while for there to be any sort of um, state-level protections against gender identity, and there really aren't officially any yet. But um, Governor Tony Evers uh, recently issued an executive order prohibiting discrimination um, against people for gender identity, but that's an executive order. It's not a state law. So technically there's no legal um, precedent or... Uh, protections there based on gender identity but you know they were the very the very first state to put um sexual orientation into their anti-discrimination laws so hopefully they'll get on board with the gender identity and that still would be one of the first we still don't have very many states with that one so um that was my very short little First story, and we're going to move on to a segment with Mickey. So, there's a dog named Ike. Cat technically owns him, but we know who his favorite is. Maybe owning dogs is slavery, but Ike seems happy. Our grandma decided to name him Ike because, uh, I don't know, it seems like it was avoidable. It could have named him something else. But she really likes Ike, as in Eisenhower, because we're a big military family. He's from Kansas, and war hero defeated Hitler. You know, I mean, even though the Russians defeated Hitler. But he, Eisenhower, defeated Hitler. And then he also was instrumental in firing all of the gay people from all levels of government and military As you can imagine, this is pretty unsettling and caused us to unlike Ike. In his defense, he was against nukes being used in Japan. He knew it wouldn't uh, change the war. He knew it was over already anyway. Um, Anyway, Ike is a good boy, and I hope he has a good birthday. 
I'm McGee, and this is a little segment. Okay, thank you for that enlightening segment, McGee. I had fun. Uh, now we're going to go on to something completely different. And by completely different, I mean the absolute opposite of our first story, which was, if you remember, uh, anti-discrimination in Wisconsin. We are now going to go on to pro-discrimination in Canada. Hi, Canada. We're back. Hi, Canada. Um, so in 1993, the um, Supreme Court of Canada heard its first same-sex spousal benefits case, which um, is a lot of words. And I will get into those words. Um, the complainant, I guess would be the word, um, was Brian Mossop. And he was a translator employed by the Department of the Secretary of State. And he was a gay employee. And um, when his um, part, he lived with his partner. And when his partner's father died, he applied for um, bereavement leave, which um, spouses are entitled to um you know if your immediate family dies then or a member of your immediate you know so like your spouse or their dad or something um then you can apply for bereavement leave and um get approved for it i guess you know kind of like you know sick leave or pto or whatever except like it's like a benefit provided to spouses and so that's what makes it important here because he was um, denied bereavement leave by his employer who was, you know, the state. So they had to decide, could the state discriminate basis on the basis of sexual orientation? And um, so he filed a complaint um, under the Canadian Human Rights Act alleging discrimination based on the grounds of family status Family status is that uh, spousal benefits thing right there. So family status basically means you are family and you have the right to do all the things that families have the right to do in Canada, if that is simple enough, I guess. Um, a Canadian human rights tribunal ruled in his favor and um, ordered that the, um, what on earth is it called? Human Rights Act be amended to include same-sex partners in the um, spousal benefits section. Um, however, this decision was overturned by the federal courts of appeal um, because they did a review of the Federal Court Act, which is, you know, way too much politics and, and all that kind of thing. So anyway, um, the tribunal said that uh, spousal benefits should be provided. The Court of Appeals said that the uh, tribunal was wrong. And so that got all the way up to the Supreme Court of Canada. And the two issues that the Supreme Court had to decide on were um, whether the Federal Court of Appeals had jurisdiction to overturn a case made or, or overturn a ruling made by the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal and whether the statutory interpretation of family status in the Canadian Human Rights Act does or does not include a homosexual relationship. So, um, on this date in history, yes. On this date in history, 
the court um, found that there was no discrimination on the basis of Mossop's family status under the Canadian Human Rights Act because Parliament very intentionally and carefully excluded sexual orientation from the list of prohibited grounds of discrimination. They may have written that out weird. Uh, Basically, sexual orientation is uh, cool to discriminate against at that time, according to the Supreme Court. Um, They found that... um, the Federal Court of Appeals did have necessary jurisdiction to review the tribunal's decision um, because usually when it comes to a tribunal, um, they have their own, like, they've been shown uh, deference to their own specialized areas um, when interpreting their own acts. But when um, it says when... Let's see. However, a human rights tribunal does not have the kind of expertise that should enjoy curial deference on matters other than findings of fact. The question in this case is one of law. So it's outside their jurisdiction because it's not just their own act that's affected. It's the um, the law that they they basically had to rewrite the law. And that's not their place that is um the law's job to change or keep the law so they ruled that it was totally cool that it was taken to the federal court of appeals and uh they shut them down so it took a lawsuit in 1995 to finally list sexual orientation as a prohibitive prohibited basis of discrimination so at that point um they were able to um not be discriminated against um, due to sexual orientation, which means that he would have been able to get um, bereavement leave, I believe, uh, because otherwise they'd be discriminating against him for being gay. Um, I think spousal benefits required a little more than that, but it got, you know, it was closer. We all were just getting closer. Um, so that is all I have for y'all today. Uh, very short little stories, but a nice long story about my doggie. So if, um, you would like to follow us, have I already said this? We're everywhere, um, as Queer All Year Pod, or Twitter and Instagram mainly, Queer All Year Pod. Um, our Facebook group is Queer All Year, uh, Queer All Year Fam is our group. Our Facebook page is Queer All Year, and uh, if you could go out and like the page, join the group, join the conversation, be really fun. We have fun out there. I am out of breath. Y'all hear this? I don't know why I'm out of breath. Okay. Anyway, um, if you would like to become a supporter of the podcast, if you think we're pretty awesome and you would like to help... Um, fund things like my ability to buy some books I need to read for a future uh, in-depth thing about drag queens. Um, that would be amazing. Um, I need a, need a not Alexis next is what the heck's it called. That thing that you get in college where you get like a password to it and then you get access to all the scientific papers or whatever. I can't get into that because it won't let me get into it unless I am a student or a teacher or uh, I don't know. So I can't read these, uh, 
papers that I really want to bring to you guys. So that would be a... Anyone wishing to give us honorable doctorates or any other sort of things like that, we will accept that as well. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, If you would like to uh, have us show up and speak at your college, like Harvard or maybe Stanford, you know, um, yeah, we're available for that. Um, If you'd like to hire us for that, you can go to patreon.com slash queerallyearpod and uh, make a donation there and put in the comments. I think you can put in comments. Put in, um, please come speak at our college and we'll give you a degree in something. Um, something better than English, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, so at the $1 tier, you get bloopers. Um, which, one of which makes sense as to why I was talking about West Philadelphia earlier. Um, the $5 tier has, um, bonus episodes, interviews, um, basically whatever I feel like putting out there sometimes, whatever McGee puts out there. I have not looked recently and I'm a little afraid. Um, and you also get everything from the $1 tier, which is the bloopers and the ringtone of our awesome theme song, which is my ringtone right now. And, uh, I almost made it my alarm. And then I realized I was going to hate it if I made it my alarm. So it's not my alarm. Don't make it your alarm. Um, If you can subscribe and rate on whatever podcatcher you're using, um, that would help out a whole lot. Um, The Apple Podcasts one is the one that helps us the most. So if you could go out there and rate and subscribe and uh, leave a review, that would help us out totally way awesome dude rock on so um yeah this has been me and mcg today being absolutely crazy if you would like to be part of history and our history and just awesome history in general um yeah hit us up in the group and on twitter and instagram we'd love to talk to all of y'all uh we'd like to know where you all are because mostly our demographics say you are people we are friends with who live around us. But if you don't know us or you're from other places, we would totally love to know. And um, we would totally love to be part of bumping y'all up in history because y'all are part of history. Very important. You're important to us. You're important to the world. It's important to keep the fight going, and as always, we love you.